I digress. I haven't gotten through the intro, I'm already digressing. Right. Welcome, Welcome to the... It's my turn. <laughs> Sorry. Welcome to the Get Off Step Podcast. My name is Emily. And my name is Andrew. I don't have any anxiety. Right. Done. No, Never. I... Uh, didn't we like both like forget who was supposed to start last week and then neither of us started and this week we both started at the same time? Yeah. 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 So classic. Uh, opposite problems. Op- same same podcast, different problems. Opposite day. But oh uh, yeah. Um, I got some, I got a couple new things. Do you want to see them? Uh, absolutely. <clears throat> I'll show you the thing that like only the people who uh do one off gigs or like cover band gigs will appreciate. I got a binder. There we go. I got a binder. I have all my charts and notes for my uh, John Prine tribute gig on Wednesday coming up. Uh, In here, I have uh, some notes I've written out. Going to put in here. Really excited for my organization. Because normally I just have loose sheets of paper. Right. It's a new era for Emily, a new Emily era, and uh, it actually has really helped my anxiety I had about this gig because there are just so many, so many songs. Right. Um, you're uh, you're starting to turn into a worship musician. I'm so proud. Or just a <laughs> consummate professional. I was going to say the F word there, but yeah, <clears throat> decided against it. There you go. Yeah, Progress. But, um, Again, closer to being a worship musician. Don't make me start dropping F-bombs. <laughs> I will do it. Uh, it's more of a dig on worship musicians than anything. It's the it's the music stand for the four chord songs. <laughs> this is this is this is not different. <clears throat> well, like the one I have uh, pulled up right now is three chords. They're John Prine songs, dude. Like, they're not hard. It's just, it's mostly just that there's so damn many of them. Sure. Like, if there were if there were 10 of them, I'd be like, I can memorize this. But there's, there's 16 that I have to learn, like, definitely learn. Like, I agreed to play on 16 of them. I was sent a list of 26 songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I was told um, <clears throat> that I would, that there were, like, I think there were going to be two that were going to be played solo acoustic. Yeah. So 24 ish. And uh, then I said, I will learn 16 of them. Yeah. Because it was just like, it's a lot. And not, not, not all the songs even had electric guitar. So um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm standing on it. Uh, and then I said, Hey, you know, I, ch- I already charted out all the songs. So, Cause I'm a professional. Sure. And I, I like it helped my anxiety. So I, ch- I went through. I charted all the songs. I made mm-hmm. charts for all of them for the bassist, and as a practice. And um, so I'm like, you know, if we get into rehearsals, I'll have my volume pedal. If like, we'll see how it goes in rehearsals, and if it like makes sense for me to add some like ambient swells and licks and stuff, like I'll do it. But I'm not making a promise to. So. That's where I landed on it. Well, very I'm proud cool. Of, I'm, I'm proud of myself for, for maintaining a boundary. So, 
It's a good boundary. Boundaries are always good. Sometimes. Yeah. But it'll be my first uh, gig with this friend, the uh, B-Bender. There we go. Very excited. It's going to be getting a lot of B-Bendy action um, because there was a lot of pedal steel <laughs> in country music and we don't have a pedal steel guitarist. So, um, yeah. Well, there you but go. But I'm very excited. Improvise, adapt, overcome. And of course, you know, the guitar, the guitar got bought in Nashville. It just sounds so damn good. No, no more. This is, again, for everyone, this is a guitar that used to have the cloud trucker ladies with the lightning bolt <laughs> shooting out of their buttholes. Now it's painted gold, thanks to Philippe from Caroline Guitar Company and um, Boot from B.A. Ferguson. So, great stuff. Radical Excitement. radishes. What did you just say to me? I said radical radishes. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with that? I've never heard that before. I, I say it at work sometimes, and I'm pretty sure it's why people hate me. I also like to say uh, awesome possum. Awesome possum I've heard because it rhymes. Yep. It reminds me of a TikTok I saw where this Gen Zer was asking a Gen Xer if he knew, no, no, a Gen, a millennial, if he knew what certain uh, Gen Z terms, slang terms were. Mm -hmm. One of them was FOMO. That's not a Gen Z term. I feel like one of them was fit and one of them was bet. I know bet. Yeah, well, bet's like old. Yeah. That's like you bet. Like, like, like I could maybe one, see like. One, what, I he could basically got all of them, but one of them, he didn't, she didn't give it to him because she did not understand his answer because I think he, he said, oh, it's like steez. And she didn't know what steez was. <laughs> Steezy. He's, it was something like that. I don't think that was exactly what it was, but like he did, she didn't understand his slang response, so she didn't give it to him. I, I think that's one of the beautiful things and one of the tragic things with the age of the internet is, uh, you know, the half life of slang is so much shorter. <laughs> Or long. FOMO. FOMO's been around, like, I think Drake popularized FOMO for white people. Yeah, but, I mean, that was more or less dead by, like, 2014. I, I guess the kids are still saying it. I because maybe it made a resurgence. About it. I haven't heard someone say FOMO in damn near a decade. I remember I, when we started using it in, like, email subject line headers. I was like, I don't think people are going to be saying this for much longer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, once it's made it to corporate circles, you know that the end is near. Yeah. And means like, we have to maximize FOMO to sell tickets for this racing event or whatever. I was like, Oh my God. Like on one hand, I get it. On the other hand, that's not very on fleek. <sighs> Valid. Yes. On fleek. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have one one more. What's new before oh. we can move on? Oh. Dun, 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 dun. Do you know what Ooh. this is? It's Ooh. the habit. I got a habit. I got a bad habit, and it's a good habit. I haven't obviously. I just I just got this yesterday, kind of late, and I was just playing since I was playing guitar like literally all day yesterday. The last mm -hmm. thing I wanted to do was plug my guitar in. Oh, look at that! But, 
That's just I, so cool. I like the aesthetic. I know people bitch about aesthetics all the time. They'll be like, oh, this pedal's so ugly. I'm like, no, I think it's no, have you seen ugly adorable. things? This is, this is so cute. It looks like a video, a board game, I mean. Yeah. No, uh, nostalgia, pure, pure yes. family core memory style nostalgia. Yeah. I like, I love that for it. And, uh, I've been loving all the demos I've seen, especially Emily Hopkins. I think I think the internet has collectively agreed that Emily Hopkins made the best demo for, for this pedal by like a mile. Uh, it came with a sticker with the new Chase Bliss logo, so that'll be added to my workbench. The it new Chase Bliss a- logo is sick, by the way. Yeah. yeah, it is pretty neat. It came with a little button, so it's like... Never talk to me or my son ever again. <laughs> so now I have two, at least two pedals I can make that joke with because the other one is the Death by Audio Brooms. Mm. So I love I love being able to make that joke with, with a guitar pedal. It's so stupid. I, I've got a pin for my Avalanche run. Does that count? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I think everyone I should think make that joke pin. with their pedals. I love that. I love that for you. You can make a dad joke, a literal dad joke with your guitar pedals now. And I came up with it, so obviously I have fallen to a dark side. Not the dark side, a dark side. But yes, I'm uh, I'm excited. So the habit kind of falls into the blooper mood family. It really falls right in, in the middle of the two. It's, it's fascinating. So... It's always listening, like mm-hmm. the mood was. The mood was kind of a micro-looper. Yep. Um, but the habit goes longer. It can go up to three minutes, um, and it's always listening. So it's always like playing back things that you were playing, like a delay pedal yep. is always listening. And uh, it has the modulations of the blooper. Ooh. So it doesn't have the manual looping of the blooper, but it has those modulation types um, and some of the other kind of like uh, you can sort of repeat it back on itself and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, yeah, so it's really interesting how it kind of falls like into the middle of those two things. So I'm uh, very interested and excited. I am not, they've, they've sold out internally as of recording this, like just mm-hmm. this morning I saw the post. They've sold out internally of their stock. And I heard and they made a one. lot of these. Yes. Well, I have to serial number 1916. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. They've they made a lot. So it's not like, oh, they can't believe they only made like, no, they, they made a lot, guys. Guys and gals. I, I think. Ladies and gentlemen. A new fear has been unlocked. What is that? My new fear is that Droll's been so successful, he's going to retire soon. And this will. Don't retire. We need you. <laughs> he's got you know, stuff. And it came. came the, the manual's like Mols, a Moleskine kind of. Oh, yeah. That, that looks look. quality. And then in the middle is a little intermission. I know you can't see it right now, but you'll see it later. Aw. This is fancy. I dang I'm wow I don't know this is expensive yeah 
Wow. Yeah, I mean, usually people just like the manual is just like a throwaway item. Well, so, I think that the manual for this, if it had been like a printed out sheet, like it usually mm-hmm. is, it would have been so long. Because it was, <laughs> that's how it would have been, that's how it kind of was for the blooper. Like it was multiple. Right. Oh. That is, Thing. that is a product that people take a lot of pride in. Yeah. That is not just a mass produced hunk of junk that nobody could care less about. That is, that is boutique. Regard, I, I think that meets the boutique. <laughs> I think, regardless of the number of units being made, that is the embodiment of what boutique was always striving to be. So, totally. Congrats, folks! You outdone yourselves again. Bing. All right. So, what's new with you, dude? Um, what's new with me uh, <clears throat> is. Yeah, I'll talk about it briefly then. Uh, therapy. Oh, good for you. Yep. Congratulations. Been putting off for a very long time. It Won't happens. get into too many details, but uh, it's important. Yeah. And uh, intake session was brutal. Always is, man. Always is. Yep. That's one of those Did like, you yeah. Do, like, like a 200 question questionnaire or something? Uh, 50 minutes. So why are you here? And I was like, oh, well, boy, let me tell you. <laughs> and I didn't even get through everything, but. It's like, I don't know if we have time. Where should we start? Right. So. Oh, I clapped in the cat ran out of the room. Aw. I did not know she was in here. I, I didn't Sorry. either. I don't know why you would. I don't. Exactly. Uh, so, anyways, a uh, lot of lot of junk food this week to, you know, be like, oh, life is so hard. But Talking uh, to food about feelings, very normal. Uh Including some graders. That was last night. That's the best ice cream in the world for those who don't know. It's, those who know, know. And those who don't know should learn. It's pretty damn good. I got the, the mint chip one. Oh, how'd you I'm not a big mint ice cream person. Uh, I, I'm not a big fake mint fan. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm eating toothpaste. And I don't really like mint toothpaste to begin with. So when a, a mint chip ice cream can get that more like herbal mint flavor going uh, i'm a fan and they, they've they've got it down yeah so graders is cincinnati ice cream and you can find it at any grocery chain that's like owned by kroger so um <clears throat> like a harris teeter obviously kroger um shoot what's the yeah you know any of them any of them yep just look. They usually have the black raspberry chip and the mint uh, chocolate chip. In, the uh, chips are so like melt in your mouth. Like I don't even have to chew them. Yeah, exactly. It's because when they when they they make them like a couple gallons at a time in the French press, uh, the French pot method. I mean, um, and they just pour melted chocolate mm-hmm. into the ice cream. So it's not really like they're not just like putting cold chips into the ice cream yeah, like yeah. some makers do, and that makes them kind of seem like waxy and cold and hard it's yep so uh i don't even eat ice cream if it's not graters really i I thought about just eating it on the podcast live but it's so early it's well my hope was so i got it a few nights ago my plan was initially if i was going to eat on the podcast i was going to have to eat 
through to the bottom of the pint where there's only a little bit left so I could finish it off live instead of having to pause and run back to the freezer to put it away. Nice. Um, but I'm only like a third of the way into it and I couldn't bring myself to eat two thirds of it in one I go mean, on the it's, show. It's rich I could. ice cream. It's rich. Uh, I mean, I could. I'm, I'm, for God's sake, I, I did an entire thing of frozen cool whip once, but. Um, oh, well, that's not as rich. <laughs> I just. Uh, I feel like, oh God, like I just. I feel like the Cool Whip would wreck your like digestive it did. system. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I would think so. Yeah. <sighs> Ready for liftoff in T minus ten. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so, so full circle back. I encourage anybody who has been putting it off for far too long to seek out a therapist. And uh, oh, they're gonna say try graders. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the therapist. I'm so sorry, Andrew. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot what we were talking about. Um, no, I mean, it, it's my what's new. I, I haven't I've been doing a whole lot outside of uh, working and sleeping and, and eating and a little bit of family time. Uh, so hopefully, uh, not for the sake of productivity, but for the sake of uh, enjoying life, I, I yeah. can get back into more activities here soon, especially after a few sessions of trying to level set a bit more. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we all hung out at your house last weekend. So yeah. we can do some activities. Do. We watched uh, Will Smith cr- slap Chris Rock at the We all thought it was a bit. I thought it was a bit. Yeah. It I was looked like, there's so, no way. It, we're all like, yeah, it looked fake as hell. And then we, then, then your friend pulled up like the version with audio. Yeah. 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 And we're like, oh, that was real, wasn't it? Yep. Ugh. That was anger. That was that was fire. Yeah. And not like in the, the Gen Z way. Ah. Uh, Oofta. Enough about enough about that. The Grammys are tonight though. Yeah. Oh, but I would like to pause and say, um, we have a new Patreon supporter. Uh I don't know his real name. I just know his handle is Value Vinyl. Hi, Value Vinyl. $5 level. If you'd like to be half as cool or as cool or even twice as cool because uh, there are multiple tiers on our Patreon, you can join us at patreon.com slash get offset. Tears for friends. Tears for friends. Not fears. Just friends. Um, So thank you, Value Vinyl. And uh, for your support and friendship. And uh, we hope to see a lot more of you over there in the Discord. It is a great place with lots of supportive, wonderful humans. And um, it's one of my favorite little corners of the internet, personally. There are many days where I just don't want anyone to talk to me, but I always like talking to people on the Discord. Uh, And my contribution to Value Vinyl joining is... um, Radical radishes. There we go. Nice. Yep. Nicely done. <clears throat> we also have merchandise.podcast.com slash shop. Uh, great ways to support the podcast and the channel is to, you know, like, comment, subscribe, leave reviews, positive reviews on iTunes. Um, I think Spotify allows you to review podcasts now. Oh, that's I don't new. Know. I don't know. Spotify get offset podcast. We'll do it live. 
Ooh, there we go. While you're looking that up, I just want to say that I've got these adorable paper clips on my desk. It's a it's a cat paper clip and it's orange. That's really cute. It's got a whole bunch of them. I don't see reviews, so maybe not. Maybe not. All right. We do have new- one episode that's tagged about uh COVID. There's a podcast called the Offset Podcast that I'm going to now click on because it's called the Offset Podcast and they tackle some of the toughest issues in performing arts. Just gotta casually grab my phone here. Medi- in performing arts medicine. Interesting. Uh, they're not. They're not active. Less interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways. I guess you can't review podcasts there. Well, maybe it's for the best. Maybe they're they're still shooken up by uh, or shook up by the public review of the Joe Rogan podcast. They don't want review bombing. Yeah, maybe. I bet you if they opened reviews, they'd get review bombed. Yeah, but kind of in both ways, because Rogan's fans are very dedicated. Yeah, so they'll end up with an average of a 3.7. Though I will say, I did see a recent clip from Joe Rogan where he, he... Basically turned Jordan Peterson's brain inside out a little bit, which is nice. That doesn't sound difficult, though. <laughs> my my Instagram Reels algorithm seems to think that I really like Jordan Peterson, and I don't know why. I don't know. I don't. I don't get it either. It's like I. I feel like that's how it's. It becomes so easy to get like, um, radicalized in a certain like weird subsets because subsex because sometimes like algorithms just think you must like this shit and yeah, then just yeah, start yeah. like sending it to you like i out of the like i liked one joe rogan-esque tweet like one tweet about or like i didn't even like it actually i just like read a thread uh-huh. and then i started getting like a shit ton of Joe Rogan stuff. <laughs> and I was like, why? I, I'm like, I liked, I read one thing. Why do you think I want to see only this now? Right. And um, it was all very like pro Rogan. I'm like, I'm not even getting like a balanced like diet. <laughs> I'm just getting like the, the stuff that would make you think that like, like it's all, everything's a sham. It'd be like, if you read one anti-COVID thread and then all you got was the stuff that made it seem like COVID was a hoax, but you weren't seeing like the people in the replies that was like, you're not reading the science. Here's the actual study. And here's what it yeah, actually yeah, yeah. says. Like, cause I, I noticed that if, cause before I like was like, I don't want to hear about this topic anymore because you can do that. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I did read the threads and they were like, you're taking this like you like this is cherry like, picking. Here's the actual quote. You're cherry picking. Yeah. So I was actually like reading the threads to like see like what the responses were to what was being said, and it was like it gave me more balance. But most people aren't doing that. 
Mm-hmm. So it was really weird. I mean, it's the. I mean, that's exactly how I ended up having to have an awkward conversation with my dad about a year ago, and he's like, "Well, the vaccine and yada yada yada." I'm like, "Dad, what is your source here?" And he's like, "Sent me the source, like a website that looked kind of legit at first, until he started digging around the about, and it was tied to some organization out of like Eastern Washington State or something like that. That was all like very dedicated against all medicine, everything." It's like one of oh, those okay. like cool. Christian scientists things. Yeah, yeah, something like really intense, and the the yeah. the studies that they're referencing were f- completely taken out of context. And but you dress it up in a certain way, cherry pick it. You, there's a lot you can do there uh, to make yeah, it look really like is. it's good up front. Uh, well, the money tells me the data needs to say this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, big Theranos energy. Um, <laughs> oh no! No. <laughs> okay, back to guitars. Bloody hell! Um, or music, at least. So, um, we all know that MGK is bringing back electric guitar. Oh, fuck off! Um, <laughs> I made Andrew do it. I made Andrew do it. I made Andrew tell me what to a fuck farce. right off. All right. <clears throat> what a farce! Don't get me wrong. Like, sure he. The guitar is involved, but he's, I mean, yeah, no, I think he's, uh, I don't, I, 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 I got no words. I have no words for him, GK. I, I, I don't want to talk about him. I'm just waiting for people to start spray painting MGK as God in the alleyways. (laughs) I will say, um, there does seem to be more guitar based music. Available um, in popular music. And I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm a person who watches like late, like um, I watch TV. I watch like Saturday Night Live and I watch the musical guests. And I, I, I tend to like pay attention when those pop acts have like guitars. And I feel like I see more of them lately. Um, sure. And I like that. And I wanted years ago to do a project like early in COVID uh, Rick and I started doing a project and ultimately uh, we got busier during the pandemic, which everyone told us that wasn't going to happen. Um, But it happened to us. Um, But we were going to listen through the billboard hot 100 starting in 2007 ish um, and getting as far as we could go. We were going to make a list and do like a data analysis, uh, seeing which, how many songs per year in the top 100, hot 100, I should say, had guitar like prominently mm-hmm. uh, and just kind of see how it trended over the years. And uh, we didn't we didn't get super far, um, but it did seem to trend down. All right. And um, maybe it's trending up. But that kind of leads me into a separate story. I love award shows. We talked about this last weekend. I just love them. I, I like being exposed to things that I don't normally seek out. So I especially love the Grammys because I don't seek out these kinds of performances. Typically, um, I learn a lot and um, about what other people are listening to primarily. Sure. And um, so, yeah, I'm curious to see like what the makeup is of this, but I remember and I'm not going to name who I was talking to, but somebody in one of those groups said, I didn't move away from pop music. Pop music moved away from me. 
And I remember thinking, I just don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe you just didn't like keep up. Because I feel like if, if you want, if we want to be like professional, That's some real position, stick in the mud energy right there. Yeah, it's like literal stick in the mud energy. You're just not going to be moved. If what <laughs> you want to be is like a professional guitarist, it is part of your job. Um, it like like actually a working guitarist. Part of your job is to be aware of what the current trends are and find ways for your craft to work within those trends. That's that's my stance on it. And if what you want to be is a metal guitarist, then yeah, that's going to specifically apply to metal. But you can't say that's like pop. Like maybe there's space for guitar and pop music. Maybe there's not. I think that there have been some eras where there hasn't. It hasn't been made. Space hasn't been made for guitar and pop music. But uh, yeah, let's. Um, I have the nominees pulled up if we want to talk about them some. Let's. And um, let, let's find out what kind of rock I've been living under for the last year. All <laughs> so, right. So we're going to start. We're going to start with the general field. How does that sound? General field. Yes. Uh, record of the year. ABBA still have faith in you. Apparently it's a great record. All right. That's a name I recognize. Uh, they're, I mean, ABBA's very disco. I feel like there's usually guitars in there. All right. Uh, Freedom by John Baptiste. Probably guitars in that. Um, I get a kick out of you, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Maybe. Jazz. Yeah. Peaches, Justin Bieber. Aww. I heard one of his songs and the guitar was really out of tune in it. Uh, right on time, Brandy Carlisle. There Seattle we go. Sound. Hey, definitely there we guitars. Go. Uh, Kiss Me More, Doja Cat featuring SZA. How is SZA spelt? I'm curious. <laughs> you don't know how SZA spelled? No, I have no idea. I don't recognize the name, but I want to know. S-Z-A. All right. Isn't that like how RZA from Wu-Tang is spelled? Am I, am I just completely making something up? I'm just trying to figure out if it's like trying to like say scissor in a, in a funny way or if it's just like an onomatopoeia situation. Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. I feel like there's usually some like subdued guitars in there. Call Me By Your Name. Montero, Call Me By Your Name by Little Nas X. Maybe not so much. Nope. Not that I the remember. Person who, the person who might actually be bringing guitar back and pop, Olivia Rodrigo, Driver's License. Great album. I stan. Uh, Silk Sonic, Leave the Door Open. Very uh, revivalist R&B. It's really good. It's fun. I, I liked it. I think that you forget anybody other than Bruno Mars is in it. Uh, I mean, that it's, it's really hard to compete with Bruno Mars. Yeah, but the the album sounded phenomenal, and hats off to Bruno for ranging a bit and throughout the last decade of his career. I love I like Bruno Mars. Yeah, <clears throat> is he ranging? That's a range. That's that's a step outside of what would would have been a comfort zone for the height of his fame. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, album of the year. We are John Patiste. 
Wow, there is a shit ton of names on that. Holy crap. You cannot see this, but some of these have I featured artists. Every artist, it looks like, is mentioned on this. Producers. Holy fart. I'm going to send this to you. I, I'm not going to read all these names, but... Um, Featured artists are on here, I guess because of horns and stuff. But producers are mentioned one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's like they just made everyone a producer on that song. That's silly. Okay. Love for Sale by Lady Gaga and uh, Tony Bennett. Justice, Justin Bieber, which has even more people. This is even more people listed on it um planet her by doja cat happier than ever billy eilish which does not have a shit ton of people mentioned on it back of my mind her which also has a shit ton of people mentioned on it including dj khaled and chris brown Boo. Boo. i love i love her but i don't love chris brown this has Everybody hates Chris. Chris Brown, Corday, DJ Cal, Lil Baby, Thundercat. I love Thundercat. But only one person slaps Chris. Rock. So I say, no, Chris Brown is the one who does the slapping. Uno reverse. Uh, Chris Rock. Well, okay. Uh, Ty Dolla Sign. Uh, so many names. Montero, Lil Nas X, Sour, Olivia Rodrigo, Evermore, Taylor Swift, Donda, Kanye West. Wait, am I reading these backwards? Oh, God damn, I am. Record record is the single song, album is the whole album. So, yeah, that that's why there are so many. Gotcha. I was, those were backwards in my brain. So still a lot of people on a record. Yeah, so now it makes more sense. I'm like, that's a... How are you having Chris Brown and Thundercat on the same song? <laughs> <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm sleepy. Uh, and then I saw Donda, which has even more. And also has Chris Brown. Ugh. And Marilyn Manson. Uh, song of the Year, Bad Habits. That's an Ed Sheeran song. A Beautiful Noise, Brandy Carlisle and Alicia Keys. Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo, Fight for You, Her, yep. Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Kiss Me More, Doja Cat featuring SZA, Leave the Door Open, Silk Sonic, Montero, Lil Nas X, Peaches, That Justin should never Bieber. have been nominated. Right on time. Brandy, Carl Brandy Carlisle's nominated for two Song of the Year Grammys. Wow. Ah. I love that for her. I'm on board with everything except for the Peaches nomination. Yeah. I, I, I That's like that. One of these things is not like the other. I don't even think Justin Bieber's music is good. Uh, I, I think some of it is, but the, the, the Every time stuff I've heard is, any of yeah. his songs, I've been like, I don't think that's good. I have not heard a Justin Bieber song lately and thought that it was good. I think the last time that I heard a Justin Bieber song, I'm like, okay, like I can vibe with this was uh, Love Yourself. Ah. That was a while ago. Best new artist, Arouge, 
of Tob. I don't know who that is. Jimmy Allen, don't know. Baby Keem, don't know. Phineas. I think it's so weird when you are nominated for Best New Artist and you have Grammys. Right. That is, like, funny. Like, did Billie Eilish win Best New Artist when... Didn't she win that award? I'm pretty sure she did, and Phineas... Now he's nominated. Was the producer for that. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he gets a Grammy for it. Uh, Glass Animals, which they've been around forever. That's so funny. Uh, Japanese Breakfast is who I want to see win, but it's going to be Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, yeah. The Kid, Leroy, Arlo Leroy. Park. Leroy. Arlo Parks and Saweetie. Oh, my neck. Um, yeah, so those are the generals. Yeah, I, I think no, Olivia Rodrigo sweeps that. I think she's going to do it pretty well. Yep. I, she's not, she's not going to sweep the categories. No way. No, no, no. But for the new artist. Uh, she, she's going to get Best New Artist. I think song of the year. I don't know. Maybe I could see that going for a number of directions. There's some really solid songs in there. Yeah, and a, and a lot of it is um, voting. Just kind of like how people are going to vote, um, because sometimes the pop, hip hop, and R and B people can be like the people who would vote in that would be a little bit split, and then they would end up voting for like the the surprise favorite so that's like how casey musgraves won like oh well everyone was kind of like you know it's like how nader split the george w george hw bush vote in 92 you know a little bit sure and uh so it could be brandy i could see that i i'd be super down with it i think i i don't think there's any songs on that list that would be upset for winning song of the year and have preferences. But if Bieber wins, I'm flipping tables. Yeah. Album of the year. John Batiste would surprise me a little. Uh, Tony Bennett and Gaga would surprise me. Bieber would surprise me. Billie Eilish wouldn't surprise me. Her wouldn't surprise me. Little Nas X would not surprise me. Rodrigo wouldn't surprise me. Taylor Swift kind of would surprise me. Uh, Kanye yeah. West would surprise the shit out of me. I don't see. There's no way. Yeah, there's a way, but it would still surprise me. I'm gonna let you finish, but nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then record of the year, I don't know. Maybe ABBA. Honestly, I think ABBA could win record of the year. Yeah, that wouldn't shock me. That wouldn't surprise me at all. I want it to be Brandy. Or uh, Lil Nas X. Honestly. I'd be happy with both of those. Yeah. Montero was a solid album. Yeah, I, I'd be I'd be super cool with that. And yeah. talk about the splash that it made. <laughs> In terms uh, of cultural ta- impact, that's hard to deny. Yes, yeah, true. Um, talking about pop, though, if we want to like look at what has guitar, best pop solo performance is anyone by Justin Bieber. I don't know if that has guitar. Right on time by Brandy definitely has guitar. Happier than ever, Billy. She definitely uses guitar. Ariana Grande. I don't know if she uses guitar, but Olivia Rodrigo, driver's license. She definitely uses a lot of guitar. Yep. So like just looking at that field, 
That's a lot more guitar. Like people who have guitar in their touring bands and like feature guitar when they do like live late night TV right. and stuff. Right. And, and I'm just going to address the elephant in the room here. You, you want to know who's not in that list? Who? MGK. <laughs> it's pop though. He would be like, I'm a rock. I, I do rock. I do the rock music now. Right. But, um, he, but he's bringing guitar back to pop. Yeah. Oh, come on. That's what he's saying. But, like, I, I, you know, the thing about, like, pop guitar is that it's a lot more of, like, the disco stuff right now. So, like, the Nile Rodgers, Sheik-inspired stuff. So if you want to, like, learn how to play guitar for, like, pop stuff right now, go learn a bunch of Sheik songs. Go learn a bunch of Prince, like, early Prince songs. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be in a much better place. And, and that's been the case for a long time. Listen to Party in the USA and then, like, also listen to, like, Lizzo's Juice and, like, listen to the guitar stuff in that. It's a lot more living on the top four strings mm-hmm. and a lot less, like, Eddie Van Halen. Yep. I love Eddie, but – and that's the fun stuff. And you can still learn it, but you have to be proficient in, in other things. Right. Uh, best duo, uh, Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett. I could see uh, that. Justin Bieber and Benny Bal- Blanco. Nope. Uh, Butter by BTS, which I think has guitar in it. I, some of their songs have guitar, but it's funk guitar. Sure. Uh, I could see that going just because BTS is a worldwide phenomenon. Oh, God. Their, their fans will get so annoying if they don't win. They'll get annoying if they do, but they'll get more annoying if they don't. Uh, Coldplay, Higher Power. I and thought they kids, stopped making music. <laughs> they said they were going to stop touring. And That's then what they, it was. Yeah. Uh, and then Doja Cat and SZA. Yes. I'd like um, to see Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett win that one personally. Powerhouse in terms of duets. Right. I don't have an opinion on that category. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. I'm going to go down to rock. Best rock performance. Shot in the dark ACDC. Ah, I didn't know that was a thing. Is that really one of the best rock records we could come up with last year? I mean, ACDC is ACDC, so ACDC will ACDC. I'm not surprised it's on the list. But ACDC is typically, like, it's recycled. It's a sound that's been around. But it's not near revolutionary or anything. At this point. The next is Know You Better Live from Capitol Studio A by the Black Pumas. They're great. I love the Black Pumas. However, now this is just like a live record from them. And last year's uh, album for which they were nominated was weirdly just like a deluxe version that was released because the original recording of that record wasn't um, eligible for the Grammy Awards. And they actually kind of got big after their eligibility had passed. So mm-hmm. the label re-released a deluxe version, which was eligible. Them, yep. Yeah. That makes so, sense. It's game yeah. in the system. It is. I feel weird about it. Hey, don't hate the player, hate the game. Grammy bait. Um, this next one I feel weird about because though I love Chris Cornell, nothing compares to you. And I love his version of it. That's also very old. Yeah. That's weird. 
and then there's a Deftones record. Welcome to 1997. And then Making a Fire by Foo Fighters. I wonder if that one just wins out of sympathy. No, the votes have already been counted. Yeah. So, um... That is a depressing-ass list of uh, rock, like, like not to say anything bad about any of those bands, but I look at that list and I'm like, only one of those bands is, like, new? And I would say um, only the Black Pumas and the Foo Fighters relevant. Yep. So... I just like I look at that. I'm like, man, can we not find like better rock? I'm not even going to say anything like I wasn't even going to say anything about like how they're all they're all dudes. But sure. I mean, I guess we could. Last year's rock category had a lot of women in it. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah, I do. <laughs> and this one has zero. And it's all like like if you look at the average age of this. It has to be like, well, one, I think you would have to remove ACDC because, well, ACDC and I think the Black Pumas are about to get, like, cancel each other out. But then the average age is just. <sighs> the, the number of bands that don't qualify for an AARP membership is lower than it should be or higher than it should be. I want the Black Pumas or the Foo Fighters to win, although I do love um, nothing compares to use uh, Chris Cornell's version, and it's always very nice. Sure, but I think I think he does the yeah. Uh, but I, I, yeah. <sighs> All right. Best metal is a uh, Deftone. Deftone's Genesis. They're nominated for rock and metal. Weird. Huh. Go uh, on. The The Alien by Dream Theater. Okay. Okay. Uh, Amazonia by Gojira. Gojira, yeah. Gojira. Uh, Mastodon's Pushing the Tides. Okay. And uh, Rob Zombie's The Triumph of King Freak, A Crypt of Preservation and Superstition. That sounds very Rob Zombie. That sounds very Rob Zombie. Fine. Um, Best Rock Song is All My Favorite Songs by Rivers. (laughs) Sorry, I just realized (laughs) Rivers Cuomo is now co-writing songs with one of uh, Nashville's most famous singer-songwriters, uh, Ashley Gorley. Okay. Great. Good job. Good good for you, Rivers Cuomo. You can't do it on you can't do it on your own. Uh Ashley Gorley is such a great songwriter. I would uh shit myself to write with Ashley Gorley. Wow. Fantastic. Um Good for Rivers. Probably, that song's probably quite good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Bandit by Caleb Falwell, a.k.a. Kings of Leon. Uh, Distance, Mammoth, uh, Wolfgang, Van Halen. Uh, okay, Find yeah. My Way, Paul McCartney. Writing a War, Foo Fighters. I want the Foo Fighters to win that one. Uh, yeah, I'd be happy with either Foo Fighters or, or Wolfgang. Yeah. There is not a single woman nominated in this, the entire rock field. That is you kind know, of mind blowing. This is why I have to say the Grammys for that one. <laughs> well, there it is. Birds in the air. Double. <laughs> That's so stupid. And for those of you saying, I it's supposed to be about who's best, not filling a quota. I just want to get ahead of it saying then you're just telling on yourself by saying that you don't think a woman can be best. Right. 
Fantastic. So, um, best uh, rock but, album is ACDC, Black Pumas, Chris Cornell, Foo Fighters, Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah. So there's something that I would like to point out about who is and who is not on this list. Do you know who's not on this list whatsoever? Who? who? MGK. <laughs> Get stuffed. Dude, I don't think that was released with an eligibility. I don't <laughs> you keep saying that, but <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Great. <clears throat> um, what else we got? <sighs> like why couldn't they put okay, I'm just Japanese breakfast. For example, they nominated her for Best New Artist, but they, like, I don't, oh, wait, there she is. Alternative. Okay. Where, where you put the rock music that you don't think is as important because you don't want, whatever. Uh, sure, Fleet Foxes. If I can't mm-hmm. have love, I want power by Halsey. I, she's a pop artist. Whatever. Jubilee, Japanese Breakfast, Collapse and Sunbeams, Arlo Park's Daddy's Home by St. Vincent. Why is St. Vincent not in the rock category? Because it's alternative. What does that mean? Rockin'. There's one. There's one alternative award. Yeah, and they're all. And it's it's rock. It's just like rock, but we just don't think it's as important. Rock, but we're gonna put some ladies in there. I, I think there's a different flavor of what I would bucket into alternative versus rock. But last year they didn't they didn't really make that distinction. Last year sure. it was Phoebe Bridgers, Big Thief. It was all like Right, but you and I was, had this argument last year where I said I, I'm not sure how I feel about that all all of that being considered rock and roll. And I said, Did you even listen to any of those songs? Yeah. And did you? I did. I, I I stand by the assessment. <laughs> I'm more comfortable with some of those being bucketed as alternative. I think that like you think rock is hard rock. Yes. I don't. That's fine. I yeah. mean, it, it's not a question of what's good or not. It's just a question of how to classify it. And that's mm-hmm. ultimately pedantic. So, yeah, let's see. There's some R and B that's usually pretty guitar friendly rap. I don't country. Oh, best solo performance is Luke Combs. He loves his Confederate flag. Mickey Guyton, Jason Isbell. Love it. Cool. Casey cool. Musgraves and Chris Stapleton. Duos. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if there's anything interesting. Oh, Maren Morris is nominated for best country song. Better with for better than we found it. Cool. And Casey Musgraves. See, What's amazing is that the Grammy Awards have better um, representation for women than Than Country Radio does. Than Country Radio does. Uh, Than the CMAs probably, but I didn't look (laughs) at the CMAs. But uh, yeah, than Country Radio does, than they do in their rock. Sure. So yeah, I'm actually trying to get to like Americana. See if there's like Americana kind of stuff down here. There, are American Roots, uh, best American Roots performances. Cry, John Patisse, Love and Retreat, Billy Strings. I wish I knew how to uh, buy Boys of Alabama with Bela Fleck. He's still kicking. Same Devil, Brandy Clark featuring Brandy Carlisle. What a dream combo, man! If you don't know Brandy Clark. You should listen to Brandy Clark. She's so great. Great songwriter. 
Uh, Best American Roots album, Rhiannon Giddens. Uh, I don't know. I can't read these. This is so boring. Valerie June, John Batiste, Yola, Allison Russell, Americana Album, Jackson Brown, John Hyatt, Los Lobos, Allison Russell, Yola, eh, Bluegrass. Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of exhausted. Interesting. Oh, reggae. Guess it's not in there. <laughs> Article sound system is not in there. Shocker. That's uh, for those who don't know. That's that. That's the band that was trying to sue. Um, that's trying to sue. Um, Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Yep. For the so, song that they both stole from uh, Outcast. <laughs> my uh, my hot take is that there's not a lot of hot takes this year. It's going to be. It's. I don't know. I, I don't think we're going to get anything particularly spicy or scandalous or. I think it's going to be a fairly routine sounding show. I don't know. We'll see. I don't think anybody's going to get slapped in the face. Not likely. Um, yeah. I'm going to try to watch it tonight. Um, I don't know how much of it I'll be able to watch. I'm so, so, so busy. Um, I spent basically all of yesterday playing, uh, practicing for my, my gig. I'm going to be doing the same today. So, yeah. Well, I'll probably stick around for the uh, the Taylor Hawkins tribute and then cry myself to sleep with some graders. I mean, the tribute to him is probably just going to be his picture on a screen. There's, an, They couldn't have pulled anything together that fast. I don't know. Never know. Yeah. It's wild that they were supposed to perform and they were going to be like last minute fill-ins for like, what, Nine Inch Nails or something? Something like that, yeah. Damn. Yeah. I wonder if they perform without Taylor. No, they, they canceled. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, we're all like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. And the Grammys were like Sunday and this is Tuesday now. Right. Everyone's like living in the past. Well, I'm going to go live in the future. Yeah. I'm going to go play guitar. I'm going to go when clean my house. I'm... Yes. Good. Yep. Cool. Well, everybody out there, please like, comment, subscribe. Agreed. I concur. Okay. It's good to be in agreement. We may not agree about what rock is. And that's okay. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just like the average age of that category it has to be like 55. It's like a Depends commercial. No, it's just like, <laughs> it's just, you can't find, like, come on. You just it's know just that like, the writers have Viagra. I just think, I just think that now they're saying, oh, if you're under 30 and 35 and you're making rock music, then it's alternative. I just feel like that's what's happening. Thank you for Even listening. under 40. Damn. Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. <laughs> and my name is Andrew. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.